folks welcome back to a brand new episode of train wreck tonight i think we're at around episode 165 now happy phase three happy tuesday aaron Mankowski, another sharp bet happy hour over under at 5 p.m i said at 76 degrees hits at 79 over hits maniac great call on that one show sponsor pasta electric pasta electric Folks, considering a residential or commercial electrical project, then consider our friends at Pazda Electric, 716-698-2711. From new house wiring, main service upgrades to troubleshooting issues, Pazda Electric is licensed and insured all over Erie County. Mention Trainwreck Sports or say this train never stops and get a free house surge protector with every service upgrade. Pazda Electric, 716-698-2711. And folks, we have a very, very special guest tonight. We got Mark. All not UBAD. Mark, how you doing tonight? Yeah, I'm doing well, guys. Glad to be on with you. Now, we've got to ask you, I mean, what is the goatee, new quarantine facial hair we got going on here? Well, you know what? First of all, I started with a beard, and, uh, you know, it's probably the ugliest beard in America. It was patchy, had gray hair. You know, I had the chops thing going up here. It was growing a little more than down here. So I decided to clean it up and just get the goatee going, and, uh, I look a lot better. I think my wife has given me some compliments. So uh, we'll probably keep this for a little bit before I go with the, the fresh face here in a little, in, in a couple months or so. Awesome. Yeah, Mark, I was the same way. I went with the uh, quarantine beard over the past three months and it, it got to a horrendous stage. <laughs> um, people were calling me Ryan Fitzpatrick. So definitely had to get rid of that. And you're right. I mean, when you work that hard to bring in the facial hair, you got to leave something. So you left the goatee. I had to leave the mustache. I wasn't going to get you know, I wasn't going to get rid of everything that quick like that. But that, stash, but, um, that stash is impressive, by the way. I would say about a 10 out of 10. I really like that. It look, looking good. Looking good. 10 out of 10. That is high praise from Mr. Allnut himself. Love to hear that. Awesome. I appreciate that, Mark. But seriously, how's everything going for your quarantine, though? I've noticed getting a little running in, doing some 10Ks. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'll be honest with you. You know, it had a lifestyle change. You know, I started it uh, into February and uh, wanted to uh, – you know, recommit myself to uh, eating better, uh, to, to working out and, and running. And, uh, you know, I started the journey at about 284 pounds, okay? So no longer the linebacker slash tight end back in my Missouri days. <laughs> Probably more or less built like a three technique with an extra, little extra belly, you know, down here. But, uh, you know, in doing that, um, you know, I've lost, uh, gosh, about 47 pounds, down, down to 237, uh, about one pound over my playing weight my, my senior year. And it's just really giving me an opportunity again to just refocus, uh, rededicate myself. And uh, I'm feeling, feeling great, you know. So that, that's definitely a positive aspect of that, something that's going to continue uh, when I'm done. And then, the, you know, the other thing that's even more important than that is just the, uh, you know, you're able to do a lot of work, you know, through this, through this platform, communicating with staff, coaches, uh, student athletes, uh, donors, you know, so on and so forth. But uh, really just the additional family time. You know, I don't think there's been a period in my life uh, where we've all sat around the table, you know, every night for the past three and a half months or whatever the case might have been. Uh, the, obviously, the career that I have, you know, I stay busy. Our kids are active. You know, they're either at practice or a competition somewhere. So I was always get a pizza, you know, bring it back. Whoever's there, eat it. You know, what, if you're not there, you know, get the peanut butter and jelly sandwich or what have you. But, you know, spending that time with the family has been, has been awesome. So, uh you know what, there's some challenges out there, but uh, all in all, you know, let's try and make it, out, make it a positive and, and just be smart. You know, we're not out of the woods yet. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's going the right direction, but uh, be smart in terms of, you know, how you 
how you live, you know, out there in public. I'll tell you what, you're rededicating yourself, Mark. We're rededicating ourselves over here to better journalism. I'm about to put my intern team through the ringer because my sources had you at 30 pounds down. That was my yeah. inside source. So I don't know whether I got the May report. I don't know what's going on, but you can guarantee there will be a talking to our team later. Yeah you, yeah, you better straighten them out a little bit, man. That's almost, you know what, I'm, I'm offended by that. Now, a little, little more than 30 pounds. So, so, Maniac, I'm guessing that Mark doesn't have any Red Barons in his freezer. No, no Red Barons, but in the breaking news, I am down to four. Only four Red Baron uh, <laughs> classic crust pepperonis remaining in my, in my freezer. Are we on, like, Red Alert? No, we're not on Red Baron Red Alert, but we're getting there. We're on the fringe, and that's not where you want to be in golf. I learned that yesterday at the uh, Baba Links. So, Mark, got to ask you, clearly you said you're eating healthier. So I was about to ask you, what's your favorite snack? But you must not be snacking that much since February if you're on this new, you know, weight and diet and thing. So what, what's the food like at the, uh, the all-nut household? Well, you know what it is? It's intermittent fasting. So I'm doing that, and, and it's called carb cycling as well. I got credit, to credit the missus, credit the boss, my wife, you know, something that she started and uh, drug me along with it. So, you know, there, those, there are the days where I do have the opportunity to, to snack. I snack all the time, but, uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's peanuts. It's, it's uh, you know, healthy, you know, grab an apple here or there, whatever the case is. The thing that, thing that got me is just having, you know, the, the family that we have and, you know, eating goldfish, eating the Cheez-Its, you know, late, late night uh, before you go to bed. Uh, that Red Baron pizza, I've had some, some great flashbacks of that. Uh, <laughs> When I lived in an apartment, you know, here in Buffalo, my, my first year here, I mean, that's all I had stocked in my freezer. So I was definitely a gourmet chef, you know, back in, back in the day. But, uh, but again, you know what, give me, uh, give me, give me those snacks, you know, throughout the day. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. Throughout the day, I'm going with the empire apple with peanut butter. Fantastic. It, it ties me through for a couple hours, but back to the quarantine real quick, Mark, I know you're a busy guy. You and the family watching any Netflix, any shows, any movies, anything that's your family's running through? You know, they're doing that quite a bit. Um, you know, this kids today, that's, that's all they're on is Netflix and, and, and watching their shows and, and binge watching, you know, a series from, from years ago. Uh, you know, what, for me, I'm, I'm at a loss because the only thing I, I watched was sports, uh, you know, essentially. And, you know, yeah. caught, caught the news every now and then, uh, you know, it's, you know, obviously it's, it's now just news and, and whatever might be out there. But I tell you, the, the best, uh, best series for me was The Last Dance. I mean, that was something that was phenomenal, uh, especially the time it came out. It was definitely must-watch TV. Every Sunday yeah. I look, look forward to that. You know, growing up as a kid uh, in Kansas City, you know, I was fortunate, uh, as we all were, um, you know, WGN used to broadcast, you know, all the Bulls games and you had a chance to watch it. So I became that, – that became my NBA team after the Kansas City Kings left Kansas City to go to Sacramento. So, you know, I, I watched that. I grew up a Jordan fan and, and to be able to see that insight and just understand, you know, what a competitor, you know, he was. Yeah. And, uh, his will to do things was was phenomenal. So uh, that was the documentary I watched then. You know, of course, I might have to mumble this a little bit. I, you know, I'll, I'll use a precursor first and say, you know what, the Bills are going to have an outstanding season this 2020. You know, yeah, I, I knew this was coming. I'm, I'm I knew this was coming. I'm fortunate to live in a, in a NFL city with the with some great fans and a, an incredible team, but uh, I have been watching replays of the Chiefs games, um, you know, throughout this uh, quarantine. So you know, it's, it's it's good to watch the Super Bowl game and 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 your team coming out a winner. In honor of UB, I was going to say the over under for how many times you've watched those Super Bowl highlights probably forty one, right, Mark? 
Well, I'll I tell you what, you know what? That might be the over on that. So, okay. Uh, like, about 40, 40, 44, so. Oh, I mean, Maniac, do you remember that Super Bowl? I, Unbelievable. Sure. I mean, that play to Tyreek Hill really did change everything. San Fran had all the momentum. Chiefs yep. didn't have uh, anything going. And then, I don't know, it was like, what, they came out of a timeout on third and 15 or something? But, yeah, great play. And, I mean, that's what happens. Championship players make championship yep. plays in championship times, and that, that just wasn't uh, Shanahan and Co. That was, that was Andy Reid, Mahomes, and Co. getting it done for Allnut and the fam, and, of course, most importantly, the mayor over there at Allnut HQ. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Mark, last quarantine question for you. Obviously, you've been doing the exercising, the 10Ks, the kids, watching some Netflix. What is the – for your family, what quarantine activity are you guys doing that does not have to do with the screen? Uh, exploring exploring this, uh, this, this, this great city of Buffalo. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, we've been going to parks. We've been, um, you know, hitting the trails. Uh, sometimes just driving around, just uh, seeing the sights. Um, and it's, it's, it's been an opportunity for us to get together, but also learn more about the, about the city. So um, you know, having, that, having that chance to do that and, and really uncovering some, some jewels, uh, so to speak, in terms of what uh, Buffalo and Western New York has to offer. That's awesome. Now let's translate into what happened yesterday. That was big time news because people like Maniac, everyone in Train Rock, we've been wondering, are college sports going to happen? You know, we've been very nervous about that because everyone's saying we're NFL's coming back. We don't know about fans yet, but the big question mark was the NCAA and football and obviously big news coming yesterday. Yeah, I mean, let's hope so. I mean, as, as I mentioned yesterday, costly optimistic about, about a season. I mean, it, it's trending the right way. Uh, no telling what can happen. Uh, but we go by this, you know, day, day by day, which is, uh, which is how we have to live. And, um, you know, for us with the – with the news that came out yesterday, you know, it gave us an opportunity to um, really put together a detailed plan and, and get guidance from, you know, the state, the county, our institution, the, the NCAA, other peer um, uh, institutions that are going through the same type of thing. Um, and, and we were able to put this together, you know, about the same time as when our, our campus, um, you know, released their return to play. I'm sorry, their return to their return plans in the fall. So, you know, we have it together. Um, we had the opportunity to go through a phased uh, situation here where we had a first phase of student athletes that are here, you know, already on campus that are local that are going through all the protocols, which you, which you read about yesterday, which it is definitely, um, you know, it's a task. I mean, it's not business as usual. Um, you know, they have to, first of all, get tested you know, be isolated until we get the results back, uh, which for us, you know, we were able to get those results back within 24 hours. And then, you know what, make sure they understand, you know, the rules of engagement, so to speak. Um, you know, we're providing them masks, multiple masks. Um, you know, they, they don't have access to their locker room anymore. They have to, you know, come, you know, back and forth from their apartment uh, that, they, that they live in. Um, you know, there's social distance. You know, every time they come into the facility, you know, they'll get checked, the temporal check that, you know, for their temperature, if it's over 100 degrees, that's a, that's a red flag. They can't come in. If they're showing any, any symptoms, um, you know, that's, that's something that we need to monitor. So, again, a different way of operating, but at least for us to start that process and for us to see our student athletes, you know, back engaged, being able to work out, you know, we'll have another phase uh, next week. And then uh, starting July 6th will be our other sports, kind of phased in throughout, very similar to what we're doing for football. So exciting news. Um, you know, it's given us a runway, so to speak, to the, 
to, to taking off for the, for the season. And, and let's just hope, yeah. uh, you know, it continues to trend that way. Two things, one more important than the other. Uh, I think nowadays, obviously health, very important, but in this age, as we transition back, you know, the phases and whatnot, I think communication, clear, concise communication really cannot be overstated in this period of time. I mean, you, have, you, you definitely have groups of people saying one thing and then you have a social platform that's telling you another. So, I mean, it was very interesting. I guess I'd say impressive how UB kind of rolled out everything in a synchronized fashion, uh, you know, over the last 72 hours. So big kudos to that. And then on a less important note, but obviously important for the UB football fans out there, Big advantage for wrapping up that spring football earlier before this all happened. So they kind of got their preseason workout in there. Yeah, you know, okay, a couple couple things there. You know, first of all, um, you know, we're going to operate under the umbrella of the campus. And it was, uh, you know, it was a very good plan of communication to be able to communicate that out the, the way we did. But even before that, I mean, we were communicating to our student athletes, really t- talking to them about the process that they're going to be engaged with but also the continuing education, you know, of this. I mean, they can't take it lightly. I mean, as a student athlete, sometimes you feel invincible, you know, to some of this, but, you know, we can't let it slide. I mean, they have to continue to follow the guidelines that, that still exist because, you know, as I tell our coaches, and I'm, I'm very, you know, direct with our coaches that, you know, our goal is to, you know what, participate and win MAC championships. Okay, and then have opportunity to to go to the NCAA tournament. So that's that's our long term goal. You know, I know that people are eager, and and you know, patience might have been you know running a little bit thin in terms of when we could have our student athletes back. But we don't want to be in a situation where we rush them back, and you know what, we we start getting positive, you know, left and right, and then now we have to take two steps back and have to go on another pause before we can do anything. So the education of student athletes was important. We had a parent meeting a football parent meeting last uh, last Thursday and kudos to Lance and his staff for putting that together where it was an hour and a half Zoom call where, you know what, we provided them information, but then it was open open dialogue with each other. They had questions, concerns, and we were able to, to address it. But the main thing, again, we emphasize with them is, hey, here's what we're going to tell, you know, your son in terms of, you know, how we expect them to, to behave and act when they're not at the facilities. You know, you need to do the same thing because, again, this is important for us to, to make this happen. Awesome. And Mark, a couple things. One, it seems like what you guys are doing is exactly like New York State, phase one, phase two, phase three. And you see, New York State has done an incredible job at that. You see other states that have opened up a little bit too early. What's happening? Numbers yeah. are going back up. And New York State, props to you guys. Continue to do what we're doing. We're already in phase three. We're two weeks away from phase four now. So let's keep that rolling. Second thing, I know you mentioned temperature checks. So this is advice for you and your medical staff. I went to the dentist last week, Tuesday. I'm not even joking. I walked in the building. They take my temperature over 102. And I'm like, listen, you're making me, I'm sitting in the parking lot. It's 82 degrees. And I I didn't drive there with air conditioning on. So I'm sitting in the parking lot. Sun's beating on my head. I had to wait 15 minutes. It was 101.5. 101.1. I got tested eight times until I got under 100 degrees. So make sure that football team, when they're doing this, has been inside for at least 15 minutes because everyone's going to be over 100. That's the only advice I have for you is make sure when they're getting their temperature check, they've been inside. The main takeaway from all that for you at home is you can legitimately call Al a hothead and you are factually correct. 
Hey, all that I need to say, next time you do that, just just take a, a, a big cup of ice, ice water, drink it, drink it down, and 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 hopefully keep that temperature down, man. You must have, beside the sun beat down on you in the car and the no AC, which we need to talk about that, always have your AC on, man, must have been some other things on your mind that just had you heated about about something, so calm down, take a deep breath, and, and, and cool cool off a little bit, and you'll be, you'll be okay. I think I might have been nervous about getting my first cavity. I had a little bit of sensitivity on my top right of my mouth. And no, listen, it's in the family, Maniac. I don't know why you're laughing like that. But like, my, what is it, a slippery slope? Like you get one cavity, they're just going to spread? Like lay off no, the sugar, Al. No, my father is turning 60 years old this year, and he's never had a cavity. And I'm trying to go I, – I have the same streak right now. Shout out GM. Hey, Maniac, says, well, well, that's nice. How many, how many nice. cavities? Maniac, how many cavities have you had? I've had zero. Career. Oh, shoot. Wow. Okay, maybe, maybe I'm, the, I'm the odd guy then. My, okay. I mean, my parents were crazy on me about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna even tell you my number. Because okay. My mom, my mom has like seven plus. She's got okay. like her bad. I mean, she got the silver fillings. Yeah. How many? How many teeth do you have in your mouth typically? Is it like forty or something like that? Oh, count them. Count them. Let's see. <laughs> no, but no, but maniac. I see what you're saying though. My dad's got the good teeth. Well, I, I misinterpreted. I thought you were saying like it could lead to something bad, but you're talking about preserving like this yes. streak that you have. Okay. Wait, it's like a Joe yes. DiMaggio type. Yeah. Shoot Cal streak. Cal Cal yeah, no. And I apologize. That's completely my bad. I respect streaks. So. All right, Mark, next question. Talk to us on how you continue to, you know, you, the day-to-day for you, you're leading an athletic department like UB and you're raising a family. How the hell do you do it? Like, honestly, because we know how busy you are. We see you on the jet all the time. You're in another city. Then you're over here. Then you're over there. How do you do it? Well, you know, I, I had concerns uh, back when this first started, when I came back from Cleveland, um, you know, after, after you know, the, that tournament was canceled and had a, um, a head coaches and administrative meeting, administrators meeting. And, you know, one of the things I said is, you know, moving forward, um, you know, how we communicate is going to be important. And, you know, through all this you know with this platform and and others um we're over communicating now which is which is phenomenal i mean obviously digging into the weeds you know getting into the detail you know gone are just the uh the quick office visits that you might have with somebody and and now you're like on this format or another format very similar or maybe it's a text call whatever the case is and, and you're having some very good discussions and you know we're doing that with each other uh we're doing that i'm doing that at the national level uh, as part of my football oversight committee duties, um, you know, communicating with other uh, ADs nationally, also in the Mid-American uh, Conference uh, standpoint. So from our standpoint, you know, having this this platform right here, uh, being able to work and, you know, unlike the office where, you know what, you go in and, and you're done with the meeting and, and okay, you know what, what I like, to, what I, you know, like to do is, you know, what, go and visit somebody or maybe go watch a practice, you know, what have you. Now, instead of doing that, you know, you substitute that with that additional family time. You know what? Go up and when the kids are in school, check on them, see how the homework was, was going. Or, you know what, if, if the boys are outside playing basketball, you know, shoot some, shoot some hoops with them. Uh, you know, do whatever I need to do around the house. Man, if the wife had me doing a chore, and maybe I can get that quick vacuum, you know, on, on the carpet, you know, before I hit the next Zoom call. So, you know, it's, 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 it's been a very good balance. You know, you hear about work-life balance. It's definitely been a, a work-life balance which is which is phenomenal the only piece i'm missing is the uh, the work-life integration and really the difference is, is as you guys know uh if you guys see me at, at games or or at practices when i have the opportunity to bring you know the mayor or you know my, my son or daughter or whoever just to 
just be able to hang out and, and, and see the guys in action and, and really, you know, be able to start the process of them, you know, looking up to, to some of our guys. So, uh, you know, that's, that's the part that's been good. Yeah. But I do miss the interaction with, uh, with our student-athletes, the face-to-face, -face, and also my staff and coaches as well. Mark, I love what you just said there about the vacuum. It's like, for me, I do the same thing. Just act like you're moving it, run it a little bit. Oh, he's helping out. He's doing something. While hey, I think that, no, no, Don't man. be pushing around that dust. Don't be pushing that Everybody knows when someone's pushing around that dust nowadays. Yeah, yeah I think that personal now. It's, 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 hey, my, hey my, my carpet is clean, brother, when it's all said and done. You know, oh, yeah, it's yeah. almost like cutting grass where you can get the, like the, the pattern in the grass. That's yeah. what you see in the vacuum cleaner, man. That's, I got a pattern going, so it's good stuff. Yeah, she's on a conference call. I'm like running the sink, <laughs> hanging some dishes together. I'm really washing those things. Put them, yeah, that's it. UB Athletics putting up big numbers these past semesters, Mark. Maybe Trainwreck needs to come over and grade you on your around-the-house capabilities. Once, uh, was on. I would love to give the, the carpet a grade, maybe the, the lawn mow. Let's see what we got at the Allnut household. Yeah, why, why not, man? Come, come on out. It's, uh, it's, it's open book. Let, let me know how we're graded on that. <laughs> Mark, let's talk about the time at Missouri. Mizzou, you were a D1 football player. What would you say is the biggest difference as being an athlete then versus now? Obviously, we know you're not, you're not an athlete now, but you're very close to the team. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa my gosh, that's it. Oh, no, no. Not no, Mark, no. Mark, 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 Mark. I didn't mean it like that. The next time Mark sees you, the next time Mark sees you at a – you're not a student athlete now, but that's wow. You, the, I respect that. I completely messed that up. I should have said student D1 athlete, not an athlete. Sorry. Al is going to get – the next time Al walks into Alumni Arena, he is going to get posterized by Mark. Mark is just going to set up someone someone with a hoop behind him, and Mark is just going to throw down right now. Al, how do you feel not being able to walk in Alumni Arena safe anymore? <laughs> I mean, especially after he's lost 47 pounds, I'm in trouble. I mean, I'm done. <laughs> It's like I'm it's like in the fighter with Mark Wahlberg. They're like, this guy just got off the couch. He's like, what kind of couch was he sitting on? Mark, you know I didn't mean it like that. I know, I know. But hey, right. going going back to your question, you know things have <laughs> things have definitely changed. Um, you know, over over the years that uh, that I was a, a student athlete. Uh, for for one, you know, I feel that you know society's changed in terms of social media. Um, you know, we back then, heck, we didn't even have cell phones. You know, back then, so everyone was rushing. At the hotel to uh, to the payphone to either call their parents wow. or their girlfriends or whatever, and you can imagine how many times you heard the word phone check. You know, uh, when you're in the lobby trying to get that call in before uh, before bed check. But you know, in terms of how it's evolved, you know, and I think of just the the, the safety aspect of, of playing football. You know, now in terms of technique that is that is taught, the the rules that are in place, the the equipment uh, that that's out there. I mean, it's a, it's 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 a completely different game. It's a great game. Uh, it'll continue to be great. Um, and, and as you look at, again, you know, I think the, the, the voice of, of the student athlete, the voice of the athlete in general is far more powerful uh, yeah. now than, than what it was uh, uh, before. I mean, you know, it was essentially, you know, we were there to, to you know, get education and, and play football and don't ask any questions. You know, now yeah. um, it's an inherent right to, you know, get an education, play some football, and, and ask questions. I mean, you know what? We're, we're selling ourselves yeah. short if we don't feel that we have that responsibility for student athletes. And 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 how it's and how it's evolved in terms of, um, you know, you you hear the faction of folks saying the the pay for play. You know, we need to pay these guys. And and I'm old fashioned. You know, I I look at the 
the experience that I received and the education that I received playing at the University of Missouri and the connections that I made, uh, you know, was able to put me in the position that I'm in now, uh, yeah. which, which is almost a, you know, a four and a half year internship, you know, that I had planned, playing football, yeah. which was, which was phenomenal. But, you know, when you look at it now compared to, you know, what we're able to offer, um, you know, in regards to your scholarship, in regards to cost of attendance, in regards to facilities, uh, to help, you know, those student athletes that might have that shot at the, at the next opportunity to the coaching in place. So, you know what, it's a, it's a better situation and we can always do better. I'm not saying that, Hey, we're, we, we've arrived yet. And when I say we, I'm not specifically talking about UB. I'm just talking about uh, athletics in general, but uh, you know, we'll continue to evolve and, and we'll continue to make it an opportunity for an incredible experience for, for all of our student athletes. I got to say it, though. If we could ever pay Ronaldo Segu to live stream on our Instagram, we will be doing that as soon as we legally can. Well, you know what? I mean, that's a good point. I mean, the, <laughs> no, seriously, the name, the name, you know, talking about things that we never had before, you know, the name, image, and likeness. I mean, you know, that's, that's going to come out, and, and there's going to be ways with, you know, certain parameters in place for, for you, know, uh, you know, Rondo or, or Jared Patterson or whoever, um, to, to be a spokesperson for you and you can pay that person market value. So that's, that's coming. So we didn't, we didn't have that before. I mean, it was, I, I go back to um, the, uh, the NCAA football, you know, my favorite video game of all time. You know what? I, I would, I would play that game religiously as a, as a student athlete after my college years, heck, probably dang near up to NCAA 14 before, before it stopped. And, uh, and, and, you know, being, being on that game, the very early versions, which, you know, people don't play anymore because the graphics weren't worth a dang, but, you know, we we always looked at it as an honor and privilege to be on that game and see how they graded us. And and as you move forward, you know, obviously that was a violation and rightfully so because you know what, uh, you know, EA Sports and NCA were were profiting off of you know the name, image, likeness of our of yep. our student athletes. So you know, now that we have evolved in terms of name, image, and likeness, in terms of you know looking at a transfer policy now where you know potentially student athletes don't have to sit, you know, moving forward. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's those opportunities that, you know, again, have made it better than when it was uh, back when I, when I was a student athlete. Mark, so I know we, we might have to play NCAA sometime in the future. That's all I'm saying. I'm marking that down. <laughs> so, Mark, I know we don't have all night with you. So, before I – All night, night with all night? All night with all night. All night with all night. We got a new show. Move over, oh. Paul Peck. <laughs> oh, all right, so real quick. Two lightning round questions for you, Mark, before I go to the next topic. Yeah. Biggest rival when you were in college? Kansas. True. Uh, Missouri, Missouri, Kansas. Kansas. Missouri, Kansas. Huge rivalry. Kansas, 100%. Number two, did you have another school that you potentially would have went to? Like, did you have another big offer from a school that was like, or was it, was it definitely Mizzou? This isn't, a, this isn't, I'm sorry, this won't be a quick answer, but uh, it was going to be Drake University at the time was a Division three school. Uh, I went to a small I went to a small high school and felt that was going to be a, a great transition for me. Missouri came in and offered me a preferred walk-on spot, and I had an academic scholarship to go there as well. So my parents didn't have to pay money. So I, I was preferred walk-on Missouri that earned a football scholarship a year later. So that was that was wow. really it. Okay, just curious. I wasn't sure if you had Kansas, Kansas State. Oh no, USC. Heck, I wasn't, hey, I was I wasn't I wasn't that great of a player coming out of high school. I was fortunate to be where I was at. Do you ever listen to the artist Drake and wonder what could have been? 
No, not okay. not at all. Not at all. Blessed uh, the, the career that I had and, and where I'm at today. Awesome. All right, next topic. This is the one that I've wanted to bring up. Everyone, our sources, our interns, ask Mark. Let's go. Tell us about the NCAA Oversight Committee. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate to be on that group. Um, you know, I've, I've always been involved as a collegiate administrator. You know, my, my first committee uh, that I was on was the Women's Gymnastics Championship Committee. Okay, so you got a former football guy okay. on, that, on that committee. But, you know, for me, it was a great experience uh, to learn that sport and earn the respect of those coaches and administrators on there. So, you know, having to start there and then, you know, I was on the uh, Minority Opportunity Interest Committee. Then I was on the Football uh, Rules Committee. And then from that Football Rules Committee, there was opening on football oversight and John Steinberger, you know, appointed me to be the MAC representative. So, wow. you know, I'm honored, I'm, I'm honored to, to be on that committee. I'm with, uh, you know, several other ADs that I know very well, Greg Byrne at Alabama, uh, with Babcock at Virginia Tech, Doug Gillen, uh, yeah, Doug Gillen, <laughs> Appalachian State. So, you know, there's some guys on there that I know, but, you know, the great thing about it is, you know, we're, we're just trying to do the best we can to, to help the game of football and, you know, beyond, beyond the rules. So for us, you know, spending the last two months trying to figure out what a preseason calendar is going to look like yep. in the COVID-19 era and, and come into a, a degree of equity, so to speak, amongst, yep. you know, the various programs and the, and the states that they're in in regards to COVID. You know, it was, it, was a, it was a great process, you know, that, you know, obviously listed you know, plenty of discussion, you know, decision and everything, everything to that fact. So it, it's been an honor for me to serve. And, you know, I look forward to, you know, other ways that, again, we can help improve uh the the game of, of football that's awesome so how long have you been a part of this committee this is uh i'm on my um i uh, i finished up my first year so this is year two so it's a four-year four-year commitment so essentially nice. three, three more years uh after after this okay so three more years and it's just like solely you representing the mac correct yes mm -hmm. that is it that is correct that is Got correct. It. awesome no maniac i know one of the big things we want to talk about is all the accomplishments that mark has, you know, during his time at UB has been through. Maniac, you want to run through some of those? Yeah, I mean, basically, obviously the big ones, you have the football prominence. I mean, the last three seasons, especially bowl eligible, all three seasons, you know, versus that being kind of a non-existent culture at UB before. You have the men's and women's teams. But then obviously you also have wrestling, you know, I mean, hosting a top five program to start uh, last season, I believe, as well. And then you have some impressive things. Two, two impressive programs I'm seeing on the side. Obviously, Shota, I believe it's Coach Stan. I don't know if the pronunciation's right for the tennis coach. I follow her on social, so I've never met her, never had the pleasure. But then we also have the swim dive team. And they are at – and talk about leading by example. Nobody does that like our guy, M. Allnut 41. I mean, I, I, did, I had to say, my heart skipped a beat when I saw you going off that platform. You know, I, no, thank you. Thank you. you know, there, there's been some great success, and it's, you, know, you can attribute that to the, the staff and coaches that I have and the job that they do. And, and you know, how I lead is, you know, I, I, I want to stand out of the way. I want to be able to support them the best way that I can and provide them the opportunity to compete at a, at a high level. And, you know, I'd let them let them go with it. I mean, again, I'm going to hold them accountable, but, you know, I'm not that micromanager that's going to, you know, tell Lance Leipold, hey, you should have been in this defense. Uh, you know, time, or maybe you need to run. I say, I say that to him every week. No, no, you know what? <laughs> because again, I have confidence in terms of what he's doing. I mean, you know, for us, it's more or less looking at the the, the long term. You know, uh, what facilities 
does he need? You know, how does he want to approach yep. recruiting, uh, which he's doing a bang-up job, you know, this year. You know, those programs that you mentioned, excited about, you know, their, their future. Uh, you know, football, uh, men's and women's basketball, you know, volleyball has made a turn. Uh, and they're and they're doing some good things. They're, you know, swimming and diving had their their, their best finish in, in in their MAC history. Yeah, because of you jumping off that diving board. Well, yeah, I, I tell you what, I, I lost my mind a little bit there. <laughs> I, I made a promise last year to to be able to do it, and then you know, obviously, just time happened, things happened, right? Yeah. Where I couldn't do it, and so the beginning of the year last year, I, I meet with all our teams. They see me, you know, quite a bit, and I told them, I said, hey, I, I failed you guys on a promise I made, I'm going to do it this year. And so, guys, I was scared to death, man. You saw that video. How I mean, high it, is that? It, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> 10, meters, it, 10 meters, a little over 30 feet. So, you know, I was like, man, when am I going to do this? So I, I delayed it, delayed it, delayed it. And so finally I was like, gosh, they have the, the championship coming up. And then after that, the season's over. I need to do it. And so I, I went there, surprised them one day. You know, they, they cheered me on. And, and yeah. I remember how I did it. If you saw the video, I started like at the, the, the one meter. Then I went to the three, the five, the eight, then the ten. And oh. the higher I got up there, I mean, when I got to that five meter, I was like, man, this is up here. And when I got to the eight, I damn near wanted to turn around. But, <laughs> what was, was the air getting a little thin up there? You always see thin. the cinematic. Like, what was the ratio of how much farther it looked like when you're up there? Did it look like you were like 100 feet in the air, yeah, like about did. three it, times it, as it, much? It really did. Because, yeah. you know, I was – you know, you always want to harken back to your, your younger days. And, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lake in, in, in Missouri, kind of mid-south Missouri, called the Lake of Ozarks, what I used to frequent, you know, quite a bit when I was in college. And, and Shout out Jason Bateman. That's a, that's a big Netflix series there, Ozark. Yeah. Ozark more, exactly. co more coastline than the state of California. That's the claim to fame right there. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's damn near as a, a river, more so than yep. a lake. But, but yep. anyway. But, but so what, what – you know, they, they had a cliff there. I used to think that cliff was like 60 feet back when I was younger. Again – talking about the invincibility of the athlete, you know, you kind of yeah. fan on what it actually is. So I was like, I can do this. But when I got up there, it was, <laughs> it, it was up there. So at that time, I said, there's no point of return. Let's, let's do it. That's, and that's and I glad I did it. You know, the, the ladies yeah. enjoyed it. And, um, and again, I, you know, that's just, just one of the ways that I can show them how I support them, you know, rather than just being in the stands and, and, and clapping that I really want to be involved with what they do. I was waiting for that next video. Cause I mean, that next big viral UV, whether it was a coach, AD, I remember years ago when Jeff Quinn did the ice bucket challenge. I'm like, nothing's going to top this. And then all of us flying off the diving board, that was fire. I love it. Thank you for doing that. Seriously. No, no problem, guys. No problem. <laughs> um, but, Maniac, let's talk about real quick because I'm running out of time here. Mark's got a big schedule. This is huge. This is huge. Our Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Our experiences, our experiences with Mark, hands down, Cleveland, Panini's. I'll never forget it. The crowd going into that championship night was just, Mark, an absolute blast. It, it was. I mean, what, what a great environment. And, um, you know, to, to win two championships in, in, in one day, you know, the support that we had from our, our fans in, in Cleveland, Panini's, um, you know, there was that other establishment, name escapes me right now, but being able to see the, the arena, you know, first after the women, you know, all the fans decked out in UB blue, you know, yep. just excited, fired up, you know, people coming down on the floor, you know, after the women. Yeah. And then, you know, the men, they do their thing, and it's the same thing. And then there's that joint picture of both the men and women, you know, together, you know, taking that championship yep. uh, uh, photo and then, and then going on to their respective uh, NCAA tournaments. So 
you know, we're going to get back there uh, again. I'm, I'm excited about this upcoming season for, you know, all of our sports. Uh, as I, as I tell people, I mean, we're still the defending uh, MAC tournament champs and, and, and men and, and women because the, the season was shortened and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm confident in terms of, uh, you know, what, what Jim's doing, uh, the roster that we have coming back, you know, excited about, you know, what Felicia has, um, uh, you know, under under her. So it should be exciting. I mean, the, the thing that, you know, again, the only factor out there is, you know, where we are from a, from a COVID, you know, standpoint. Yeah. And what that, and what that looks like. And, and, I, and I hope that we're in a position where we can be able to play the games. And I, and I hope that we're in a position, besides just playing the games, that, you know what, we have some great supporters that are in the arena, yep. in the stadium with us, you know, uh, cheering us on. Panini's might have been powered by Pazda because that place was electric. Uh, all I'm saying is I'm going to tell my great-grandkids about Crush CMU Friday 2019. I will never forget that day. Taking down when Sierra Dillard took down Raina Frost. Who's the MVP, Coach? You want to talk about viral clips. That thing was all over the net that day, and it was she's an awesome player. Men take care of business, and then obviously the Saturday championship. And speaking of Mark and Restaurant Dale, can that you never forget your first time. We walk in, meet Jimmy Spano at Poppy at uh Poppy Grande's, and Mark is sitting there, and we go over and introduce ourselves. What a time. I mean, awesome. I can remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, um, well, but again, I tell you what, that's uh, I remember that too. But I remember just um, you know, my first interaction with Bulls fans was in Albany you know, for the Sweet 16 game, uh, yep. women, you know, back in 2018. And, and just, hey, first, first impression, you know, I didn't want to mess it up, you know, trying to fire up that crowd with a brief, uh, brief speech and introduction of me. And, and people still remember that and still comment on that and, uh, and appreciate the energy, you know, that was, that was, that was brought into that, that was brought into that, um, into that bar at that time. But, you know, again, I appreciate all that you guys do, and uh, and thank you, you know, again for for having me. I know we got a few more minutes here. I'm not trying to cut it, you know, cut it short right now. I was gonna say, is he like packing up like that last night? Oh, it. it was good. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> okay, we gotta move. We gotta make moves then. Yep, um, yep, we're we're going lightning fast. Let's go. Okay, okay, real quick, my my final question before Maniac gets into some trivia, real quick, Mark. Got to ask this because this has been something that's been on my mind for years is what does this school have to do to not make you be more of like a stepping stone school? Because if you look at the school and the, and it's past, you look at the athletic directors, you look at Ward Manual, UConn, Michigan, Danny White, UCF, Allen Green, goes to Auburn. You look at the coaches, Nate Oates, people are worried about Lance. You know, so, like, my biggest thing is, like, what's the biggest thing for you, B, to not be worried anymore? Because, like, remember, I said this in Cleveland. We don't want to lose you. You know what I mean? Five more years like, of all Five more years, and the crowd's going nuts, and you do the mic drop. It's like, I want to be a fan of a school that I went to, and I don't want to be worried about my AD. I don't want to be worried about my head coach of my – of the, of the college football team and the college basketball team and the wrestling team and, and every other team. You know what I mean? Like, that's the biggest thing is what's the biggest thing we need so UB is not that stepping stone of the school? You know, we just need to continue the commitment from, you know, both the, the, the university, it being a state institution, the, the, the state, you know, as well, and also our, our, our supporters. Uh, you know, I feel that we have a, a great base. You know, we're in, a, in, we're in a great area. You know, this is an area that, you know, people might have challenged before. Is it truly uh, – uh, a collegiate sports town. We know it's a, it's a Bills town. 
you know, when the, when the Sabres are rolling, you know, people are going to follow the Sabres. But, you know, we feel that we bring that opportunity, you know, to this town and, and continue to offer that support. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that I, that I say to our coaches is that, you know, let's let things take care of itself. We need, we need, what we need to do, we need to concentrate on getting better every day, um, you know, winning those championships, you know, don't aspire to win championships. Let's, you know, we have a, we have a plan in place. So let's, let's go ahead and pursue those championships. And, you know, when, when that happens, those synergies, you know, happen, you know, people are going to notice. And again, I'm not saying people are going to notice in terms of, you know, I'm, I'm going to take Lance Leipold over here, you know, Felicia's going to go over here or, yeah. you know, don't even miss that on that guy. He's, he's good. But, but what I'm saying is in, in terms of us as an athletic department, you know, as a, um, as a, as a, as a growing uh, G5, uh, our house and then one that can be recognized, you know, in the same light of uh, like a Boise state or, you know, some of those schools in the American, you know, so I feel that, you know, we, that's what, that's the job we need to do. You know, we need to, you know, be able to manage our resources well, be able to recruit extremely talented, you know, young people, be able to um, build facilities, uh, which again is, is, is going to require more than just, having a handout, you know, to the state or to the, or to the university. I mean, we have to you know, pursue a lot of those from, from private dollars, which we're working on, which we're excited yeah. about and, and, and show how this, how this program has evolved from when it first became division one, you know, about 20 years ago to, to now. And it's been a great evolution to, to be honest with you. We need to continue yeah. that piece and, yeah. and, 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 you know, show that there's commitment there and, and I feel that, you know, we, we won't be a, a transition type of opportunity. And, and also, too, you got you to look at the, the type of people that, you know, want to be here, you know, more, more than anything. And, and not, you know, feel that, you know, there's, there's the grass is greener just because yes. it, uh, at, at a higher level. So you have to make it so the people that you have here, the great people that you have here, the people that you're recruiting, that, hey, this is, this is home. Yeah, I don't want to go to Citibank. I don't want to go to Bank of America. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to – that's a story HSBC, for no go for it. I don't want to go to HSBC. Maniac, let's go. Trivia time because I know he's got to go. Let's, By let's the way, three it. words that uh, dominate that discussion also. Merchie, family, field house. Field house. Don't forget about that, okay? Yep. So let's keep it rolling. We have, folks, it is the Pazda Electric Name That Bull segment. Mark, we have a game for you. I'm going to give you details about three former Bulls, okay? Three former Bulls. They've all graduated in the last 10 years. They've all graduated in the last decade. And they're going to be – the first couple will be easy. The last couple are going to be hard. So, you get one point per answer. Okay, let's go. Now I'm really marked. Now I'm really marked. Oh, baby, let's go. Let's get Tinder ready. Okay. Pazdi Electric. Considering a residential or commercial electric project, consider Pazdi Electric 716-698-2711. So, Mark, are you ready? Uh, let's go. Okay. Mark, your description is coming up first. This player apologized to Barack Obama for breaking his bracket in 2018 and then led UB men's hoops in scoring the following season. C.J. Massenburg. C.J. Massenburg is correct. One point for Mr. All Night. Al, this bull caught the game-winning touchdown against the Temple Owls in the 2018 season, giving UB a 2-0 start on their way to a historic campaign. Anthony Johnson. Heck of, heck of it. Oh, go ahead. Yep, Sorry. you got it. You got it. Yep. 
What were you going to say? Were you, wait, you were on the sideline for that, right? Weren't you? Yeah, it was, I mean, a heck of a play, heck of a catch, oh. that effort to, to get there. And then, you know what, he, he gets that touchdown, and then we get that sack on the defense side of the ball. That was that oh. was. A- and, Mark, that's great, but the real highlight from Temple, sideline, John Fuller just pumping as Anthony Johnson goes in. Let's go. And you know what? The thing I like about Fuller is he's a Temple alum, but he was fired oh, up. He was, he was fired up. He was telling the Owls it was good night now there. So love to see. Okay, you guys are at 1-1. Love to hear a fire burner here in the Posse Electric Name That Bowl segment. Mark, this graduate finished second nationwide in scoring in the 2018-2019 season for women's basketball and then led the train wreck kickball team to a tournament victory in July of 2019. Sierra Dillard. Sierra Dillard, the Rochester native. That is correct. Mark, with hey, Real quick, Maniac, how's our, how's our kickball game? Oh, my, Mark. Oh, my God. The, like, around the third or fourth at bat, the other team, like, started realizing what was happening after the third or fourth time they kicked it at her. I can clearly say, just like the 2019 MAC tournament, Sierra Dillard was our kickball MVP, no doubt about it. And we look forward to hopefully, if there is another tournament ever, having her back to defend that title. All right, Al, second question for you. This is where they're getting tough, I'm telling you. This UB running back was first team all MAC in 2011 and 2013. 2011 and 2013? Um, He's got two first names. Brandon Oliver. Brandon Oliver is correct. And we are tied at two. Go into the form around. They started to get tough there. Oh, my God. I might have to go a button if this gets any tougher. And the Posse Electric Dane that bowl. Final round. Here we go. Mark, you're going to go first. I'm telling you, these are not easy. This UB alum started 85 straight games to end her career, leading UB women hoops to back-to-back winning seasons in 2013-2014. 2014-2015 for the first time in 12 years. This UB alum started 85 straight games, UB women's hoops, back-to-back 2013-2014 seasons, first time winning back-to-back seasons in 12 years. Chris and Sharkey. Oh, I tried to get him with that one. I was going to say she might have been on the Zoom call with the team this morning. Coach, assistant coach, Kristen Sharkey is correct. So Mark sweeps his slashes. We'll see if Al can play to tie. No pressure, Al. Here we go. Joe Licata is first in UB history in passing yards and passing TDs. But he's second in UB passer rating. Which former Buffalo QB, again, who graduated in the last 10 years, is number one in UB Passing passer rating, QB passer rating. Drew Willie. Drew Willie. Incorrect. Ooh, I Drew Anderson. That. Oh my Anderson. That's I, I told you they were tests. I told you those good. were tough. I do. Okay, oh. so I get great. Great play. Great playing. Mark Best Al three to two. Thank you for playing. Name that bull guys. Brought to you by Pazda Electric. Wow. Mark. I, I lost. I, I never should have called you. Not an athlete. Yeah. Uh, it's, you're paying for it now. Hiss, but seriously, Mark, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, Pasta Electric, all the fans that continue to tune in. 
Um, but it's time for some shout outs real quick. Maniac, started with you and go to Mark. Yep, I'm going to do a little hybrid here. I got a shout out to Mark's staff. Like you said, he's assembled a great staff of capable people. And that's, it's tough to manage capable people. So shout out to him and shout out to his team doing work over there. And I also got to plug two potential giveaways for when sports return, Mark. Felicia Legette alarm clock that, that motivates you when it's going off. And then the game Dance Dance Lev Revolution, except it's called Lance Lance Revolution. And you have to recreate his move from last year post game against Temple to gain admission. Oh, and you get you also my. get UB rewards points. So you get good fitness and you get UB rewards points too. That is a win win. So shout out to Mark and his staff and maybe we'll see those maybe. ideas in the coming year. <laughs> uh, you guys kill me. I'm just still envisioning that Felicia Legit Jack um, uh, You gotta get up. Today is your day. You gotta get up. You're wasting time right now. <laughs> hey. We're going to be better than we were yesterday. <laughs> hey, quick, easy shout out for me. It's just all the viewers out here that are going to be watching this. We miss you at UB. Thank you for your support. Um, I look forward for sport returning and definitely look forward to, to you guys uh, cheering us on. We'll definitely make you proud uh, this upcoming year and also in future years. So thank you again for your support. Thank you, Mark. And I got to say, shout out New York State. Shout out Erie County, too. I mean, we're in phase three. Happy phase, phase three Tuesday right now. So let's continue grinding, continuing to stay safe, continuing to stay healthy. That's what it's all about. And shout out to all you guys. This train never stops. Mark, thank you once again. Pause the electric. Good night now.